Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the third annual collection of 31 amazing, hopefully, horror movies we lovingly call the Halloween Screamathon. Oh, whoa, whoa. I am your host, Otis, and this is episode eight. Hey, you know, I'd splice it in this time. <laughs> Otis, awesome show, and I am joined today with Katie. Hi. And Emma. You. And we are reviewing the South by Southwest, so another indie film. Uh, debuted at South by Southwest in 2018, a horror movie made by a little company previously called Cockbite, but then that name was not family friendly, so they changed to Rooster Teeth. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they're from Rooster Teeth is a much better name. Yes, yeah, but they wanted to go with Cockbite. Uh, but no, it's it's a company from Austin, Texas. So uh, they do a lot of video game stuff. Um, they had a guy that just would get really loud and mad at games and got really big. <laughs> uh, not angry video game nerd, but kind of like that. Uh, but tons of stuff. They're still going strong. They split up and a lot of the regulars have gone off and done other shows and stuff. A lot of the news people I still watch to this day came from Rooster Teeth and that red versus blue. So that, that halo little fan fiction comedy that they do is still going strong since the, like one of the first halo games. So they sat down and they came up with a, horror film actually a pretty solid story i haven't heard anything like this so the movie in question is called Bloodfest, and so uh it's actually funny another movie came out around the same time called hellfest and that one had tony todd in it and there was an actual a serial killer that goes to this haunted house and kills people and he looks like he's one of the people there and that one is a little more serious but not as good so I went with Bloodfest because I think it's the better of the two. But this one's absolutely amazing. Uh, this one is a uh, a couple of kids head out to this Comic-Con of horror movies. Honestly, it's like a convention of all the different types of horror in this giant like farmland. This is, an, this is a little different than a horror, like a regular convention. It's, it's not- literally like horror fest at Universal Studios. Yeah, yeah it's it's real. more like a haunted house or like a. Here in Fresno, we have a place, a few places, but we have um, Hobbs Grove. Hobbs Grove. It's like a what is a giant farm essentially, and they they modify it so that every year you can like walk through a haunted corn maze and walk through a haunted house and you know, things like that. It's basically that, but for the entire horror genre. Yeah. That's what this is. Not exactly a convention. It's not like everyone's going around to different booths and like getting people's autographs and shit. Not really. It's more of a giant fan interactive horror haunted house, haunted fields. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the actual term for that is. <laughs> Haunted spot, I guess. Right. Yeah. And uh, they actually, the lead people, so Robert K, Robbie K, uh, apparently he was Peter Pan and once upon a time. Yes, he was. He yeah. was a dick. <laughs> well, he's opposite. He's good in this one. Yeah, he was Rumpelstiltskin's daddy. And then uh, Jacob Batalon? Yeah. Hey, it's Ned. From the Spider-Man movies. The it's best, the guy best, in the chair. Yeah, it's the best best friend that you can have in a Spider-Man series. Hopefully he doesn't die. Hey, you shut your damn mouth. That <laughs> is a treasure. Well, Spider-Man's family, he's real good at getting people killed. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> he's real good at that. But We can't kill off like one of a handful of Asian characters. Yeah, you right. That's not going to happen. You're right. Uh, we'll kill off Aunt May. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, sad. Hot Aunt May is gone. Yeah, Might she, be gone. She, she's hot. So, okay, there's going to be a multiverse. Let me sell like 17 oh yeah. Aunt May's. Oh my fine. God. If we get that lady that was Aunt May before to pop back up, <laughs> that'd be so cool. Oh, she might yeah. actually be gone because she was old in that first movie. She was pretend old in that. Oh, oh kind of like Golden Girls. Anyway. Sorry. Anyway, God, Katie gets on me, makes faces when I do this. But <laughs> uh, there's tons of famous people in this movie. We get. um. What's his face? He was entangled. Zachary Levi. Flynn Rider. Yeah. yeah Flynn Rider. He's in a Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, this is it's a fun one. So it this is the lighter comedic. A lot of Disney in this, actually. Yeah, actually, yeah. A lot. 
We got a Peter Pan, a Hercules, a Eugene Fitzherbert, and Ned from Marvel. Like, <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah, and what Katie meant by Hercules, Tate Donovan, the voice of Hercules from the movie and the show? I don't know if he yes. did the show. He might have done part of it. I yeah. don't know. Probably the first season. But what adult, they usually do. Adult Hercules. Yeah. Is Tate, the voice is Tate Donovan. Not the singing voice, just the speaking yeah. voice. So it's funny. The first time I watched this by myself, because I thought I was going to do this episode, just me. And Katie came in midway and she saw Tate Donovan. She's like, she. I think you heard his voice first. He's like, what? And then you like, look at him. You're like, hey, it's Hercules. I'm like, oh, I said, oh, it's like, Tate Donovan. I was like, oh, son of a bitch. That's what he looks like. <laughs> and then she sat down and saw like the back half. And she's like, I have no idea what's happening. And then and we went back. <laughs> watched all of it she's like that was fun so yeah i was mad that he watched the whole thing <laughs> he's trying to do it without me bitch i know i know, I know. <laughs> so uh speaking of that katie what'd you think about the movie it is really fucking good this movie is almost like an anthology series or like an anthology movie um where you get a little bit of uh like here's a story about a creepy farmer and then here's a story about like some zombies and here's a story about a circus and somehow they're all like fucking connected because i don't know they were all like part of the same bus route or some dumb shit like you know anthology movies that's how they work this movie felt like that except it was a regular movie like there it wasn't purposefully made that way it's the same cast that you're following going through this like horror field well for lack of like acres and acres of horrorness so they go through like you know a haunted asylum and a zombie field and a circus thing and it's just it's like the best little bits of each of those genres you beat me to it thrown into this movie that's what i was gonna say great i was gonna say they take the best of every genre of horror yeah and dip into it just a little bit and then they get going yeah it's really good it's like part psycho thriller part like zombie films part part murderous clowns part like all of it and it's really fucking good there's a lot of blood it's i mean it's called blood film. <laughs> it's it's really good emma what do you think i absolutely loved this movie um mainly because when i saw the cast i was like fuck yeah let's go and then when it started, I was like, oh, this might be kind of cute and then get really fucked up at the end. No, it got pretty fucked up right away. <laughs> but it was also comedically done. So it was beautiful. Like when they pulled up to the grounds and there's all the red balloons floating everywhere, I was like, oh, oh, so ominous. I know I was like this, this is not good, especially since the gates, like the big face of the gate looked like uh, Wes Craven was, was it Wes Craven? Maybe. The, what House of a Thousand Corpses? Oh, no, that's Rob Zombie. That one, not Wes Craven, Rob Zombie, that face. And I was like, this ain't good. (laughs) no but no i fucking loved it everything that happened was so like you'd think it was gonna happen but then it really didn't happen that way and it was incredible yeah kept me on my feet i liked it yeah uh just just like the the lady said it it's it felt fresh i've never seen an idea like this that you're forced into a place that shows off the best of the genre. It, it's a really weird thing. It's kind of kind of like a, um, a Cabin in the Woods, where it was like the coolest parts of every genre. Yeah. Like that. It, it, that's I the agree. closest that movie. Is really, that is really close. Yeah, that's the closest movie I can think of. <laughs> the same thing that happens. Only difference is in this movie, they voluntarily went there. Yeah, the with, other one's With the more. idea <laughs> that it was like going to be just a fun like horror event. And the other ones were like, we're just going to go cat camping. And then, yeah, and then horrible things yeah, happen. Bad things happen. So yeah. 
Uh, so it looks like a thumbs up from everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's good. Um, you can watch this by yourself. It's it's not spine tingling. There's some good spots where you'll probably jump, but it's not as jumpy as films that we've uh, that we've watched recently. That I actually audibly made a sound and I felt and I was mad at myself because it caught me off guard. I'm excited to go over that one uh, very soon. Yeah, but uh, there, there's, very soon. there's been some good movies, some new ones that I was like, I wasn't mentally ready for that. Um, but no, well, we'll get through this. So Bloodfest, here's the story. So we start this out like every good horror film with a flashback to a young Dax. That's his name, Dax. And he's watching horror films with his mom on Halloween. And she and Dax talk about like, why do we watch scary movies? And it's like, well, you know, what it, it makes you like stronger because you realize it's not real and then you're brave because you sit and watch you know watch to the end mm-hmm. and she brings up this thing it's like you just got to be braver than the movie and it's like okay and so she goes to get them snacks some drinks and a crazy person is just in their house with a mask on and sneaks up and murders her in front of Dax and then Tate Donovan I'm calling Hercules from now on so Hercules comes home and shoots him dead and so dax is obviously messed up from this and then we get a cool quick flash forward uh dax he's a teenager and he's obsessed with horror films and obviously that's a way to cope with you know his mom getting murdered right in front of him by a scary person with a mask on so dax is getting ready to go to Bloodfest. so it's a horror film festival on this giant ranch and it's got different zones and different types of horror films like we're talking about it's it's the coolest thing ever. I would go to something like this and hopefully shit doesn't go sideways. Uh, and I would never go to something like this. Yeah. Oh, it'd be so cool. But his dad. It was too big. This was too big. Oh, yeah. This is like, for lack of a better example, this would be like a regular, like Hobbs Grove type situation. Haunted Corn Mains is like going to a local swimming pool. And this is like going into the ocean. This was like. Yeah. 80 acres or some shit 700 there was 700 acres of insanity that's a nope yeah that's too big there's too much wild shit that could happen there's too many paid actors like you don't know who of those people are crazy you don't know who of these horror fans are crazy there's too it's too many dark corners and creepy shit i'm not no we're not yeah. doing it yeah i i would go it sounds great hard Heck, you can't go yeah. you can't you would die first that's number one. We're not doing that. Hard pass. Small scale. I, I, we'll go small I, scale. I, I think I'm still going. Hobbs Grove. <laughs> small scale. So, uh, Dr. Hercules. We'll go to six less. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll go to Horror Fest. Uh, tear at the Park? No. No. Here it's called Halloween Horror yeah, Fest. That's a dumb name. I, I forgot what ours was called. Halloween Horror Nights? Something like that. Yeah. But Dr. Hercules. Uh, Fright Fest. Fright Fest. There you go. That's the, That's name. the name. Yeah. So uh, Dr. Hercules, he works at the, this, I don't know, crazy house. He's like. He's a psychiatrist. Yeah. He works crazy people, like I said. So uh, he blames horror films, rightly so, for his wife being murdered. So he takes Dax's ticket and his little cool wristband. He cuts him up. He's like, nah, man, we, you, ain't, you ain't doing ain't that. Going. Uh, I'm having a, a little like interview that night anyway so you should come to that and listen and so he's like you can't tell me what to do and he leaves he heads to uh his job yeah so he works at blockbuster honestly but an advanced one because it's not out of business <laughs> in 2018 it seemed like it was specializing in horror i would love yeah. a store like that that sounds so cool so his best friend sam samantha i assume i mean we have that it's called shutter yeah yeah and krill <laughs> So they they talk to him and they say, you got to find a way to this, man. This is like the mecca of horror movies. This is like your this is your shit. And so he finally gets down and begs to their friend, Ashley. She's uh, an actress. She was like, what? Uh, naked cadaver number four. Or... Naked, naked bimbo number eight. Topless girl number four. Yeah. So she's That's topless girl number four. And, and she's trying her best to get to three because three is the good stuff. And so she's moving up. And uh, her boyfriend, Linjamin, I looked it up to make sure. <laughs> Linjamin, he's director of the film, uh, uh-huh. to get Dax into the festival. And so they actually head there. The outside, like, 
castle opening looked really cool. Oh and man, this place looks so awesome. Aesthetics were really awesome in this movie. Yeah. So they, they get up to the front and uh Linjamin gets them in. And so um they head toward the front because there's this beginning speech that they're gonna do. And, and huge stage with like yeah. music and lights and things. Yeah. So Dax meets uh one of his favorite actors from a sh- series called Arbor Day, and he was the the arborist, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And he was the killer in those movies. And he's like, holy crap, it's you. Like, hey, can you do one of your lines from like Arbor Day 2? It's like my favorite. And he's like, nah, man, those movies suck. And you suck for liking them. And he's like, oh. Bitch, why are you here? Yeah, money. <laughs> so the Arborist makes wrong. him very depressed because it's, they always say never meet your heroes because they're like old and beat up and they don't care anymore. And sometimes yeah. that's true. So sadly. So while it happens, they make it up to the front and they meet the founder of Bloodfest, Anthony Walsh. And he greets the audience and he looks very much like a evil horror Willy Wonka, honestly, his voice and how he talks and does things. And so he gives them a speech about how horror is played out and it's stupid and all of our heroes in the horror genre are silly now and zombies are like in romance films like uh warm bodies and the empire sparkle it, he's not lying on a lot of that stuff and he <laughs> says that the good horror is the the genuine like homegrown stuff that you can do and he's like hey guys all of y'all are gonna be in a movie tonight they're like hell yeah like hooray Sweet, we're making a movie let's fucking do it <laughs> the movie's already started and so he says hey check out this person their name is red and they will be trying to murder you tonight along with all of Red's friends. And these people come out with chainsaws and they think it's kind of a game. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, I paid money. So they're going to chase us, quotation mark. Well, the people with the chainsaws were like the security that was standing at the front of the game yeah. too, at like the front of the stage, which is horrific. Yeah. Like if I was- With the concert, pig heads on. It's always fucking pigs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I was at a concert at the front of the stage and the security or the front of the crowd and the security turned around and somebody on stage was like, and now the security's going to try to kill you. I'd be like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> just, I would lay down to the ground and crawl, army crawl my way out of that bitch. <laughs> so they take two ladies up front. Uh, Krill was sad or he was happy because uh, he, he was like one of those women. I'm going to lay with them because he's a virgin. And so he this is the best place. <laughs> To find someone to get with, which honestly, yes, that's the, probably the best place. And so they yeah, get up a giant festival. Yeah, they get up to the stage and Red just eviscerates them. And they think everyone in the crowd gets quiet because guts are falling out and they get their throats slit. And they're like, oh, sweet effects. And they start cheering. And Dax is like, that, that, that I was not, I don't think that was fake. That yeah. And that would have been me. I'm fake. like, damn, how did they get that? And then I'd have been frowning like, I don't, yeah. I don't like this. And so Mr. Walsh says, yeah, y- y'all should probably start running because they're going to start trying to kill you. And then they start killing people. Red hops down, starts stabbing people with with his daggers. daggers and the pig people run around with chainsaws. At and this point, cutting folks up. At this point, all the people that you see, their faces and the ones that get murdered are all employees at Rooster Teeth. And so they wanted to be in the movie, but they didn't want to take away from the you know real actors, the people that actually do this for a living. And so they're like, hey, put us in and just chop us up. And so, like, everybody that dies in the next, like, three minutes are people that work at Rooster Teeth. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to be in too long. Just cut me in half and I'll leave. So um, everyone just breaks the fuck out. So Sam realizes, hey, let's not go toward the front door, the exit, because everybody's going to go that way. And there's going to be a bottleneck and everyone's going to get chopped up. And so they run off and they actually meet up in the storage room and they meet up with Ashley Lee, Ashley, Ashley and Linjamin in there and there. And so they actually <laughs> call for help and it looks like all the phone lines are spliced in and the calls go straight to someone and because they call for the cops and they're like oh we have your location uh just stay where you are so we can kill you he's like what 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 was that (laughs) he's like uh put your head head between your legs and kiss your ass goodbye like wait wait, what what and then bad people come in trying to kill him (laughs) so they're on the run so at this point there's no getting away and so they run off um, they enter a graveyard, and so Linjamin doesn't really believe that they're really in danger. He, he thinks it's all fake. So. Yeah, and he's really upset that he's following the nerdy kids because they have a plan. They remember seeing a door. Well, Ashley remembers seeing a door toward the back exit 
That's how she got in. Yeah, and Krill says, well, if we can get to that door, if it has a keypad, I can hack it. And they're like, what, what are you guys? Like, <laughs> like, the nerdiest nerds I've ever seen. So they have a plan. They're going to head all the way to the back of this giant festival of death, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, better than the front door because they would instantly die up there. Yeah. And so Linjamin is just jumping on graves because he doesn't believe that anything's going to happen. And Dax is like, well, this is kind of the point when that person yells that this isn't real and nothing's going to happen, that something does happen. And then Linjamin's like, well, it didn't because it's not. Uh. Zombie grabs his junk. And then pulls him into the grave with him. So Linjamin is gone. <laughs> uh, everyone starts screaming. They find a cabin and they actually run inside. And unfortunately, they meet up with the arborist, that actor. He got really far and he's didn't want to let him in at first. So Dax and Sam, they fight their way through the zombies because they realize the zombies aren't real zombies. They're dead bodies, but they're being controlled by like these electrodes put on their bodies and so they find the the power box and they break it and all the zombies just fall over uh th- these people are very advanced at Bloodfest, and it's pretty absurd so they have corpses yeah. walking around so uh the group the arborist follows them finally because he's one of those bitch made characters that's like oh you guys are capable and i'm old and stupid i'm gonna stay with you guys and i'm like i, I guess man uh <laughs> Um, they come into a new zone and it's actually based on the Arbor Day films. And so the Arborist actually starts warming up to Dax and he says some quotes and he's getting to the head of the Arborist that they actually meet the killer. And so it's a gigantic man that's uh, that's with them. And so uh, Krill runs off from the group. Everyone just runs off because the Arborist pops up. And Dax, Sam, Ashley, and Hinkley is named the Arborist. They hide in a high school and they meet Zachary Levi. He was going to be there for the karaoke at the end of the night. And so Zachary <laughs> Levi is like, they're like, people just getting murdered and shit. I ran in here. I don't know what the fuck's happening. <laughs> oh, man. I feel bad for that Zachary Levi. He was just like, I don't want to be here. I just wanted money. And then the Arborist kills him. I was like, oh, no. Uh, Krill, he runs off and he finds a group of sexy women being sexy with men and then this one lady's talking to him they're vampires and so the fact that he is a virgin is really nice and she doesn't want to kill him and so uh she's actually kind of disappointed that he is a virgin and so um he's like i'll be back for you he's like you're very pretty i'll be back and so he runs off and (laughs) he runs back to the school and he actually kills the arborist with uh, a weapon and everyone's very happy to see him because he the flaming stake when yeah. he's like Dax duck <laughs> <laughs> like really should have died by himself so oh yeah uh they make it underground everything because they realize it's probably a lot safer to go under the ground instead of just walking on the surface because everything bad is out there unfortunately that's another zone of the park and it's based on torture films unfortunately <laughs> and Sam actually gets stuck in a trap this dude's like hey help me you just got to put your hand in this one box and then hand the other one and it'll release me and then they just trade change places so it's like in saw when people try to help out and they're like okay cool now you're stuck bye and the dude runs off like old big old bitch and so um hinkley actually sacrifices himself to save sam and so this whole time he was being a poop head but then he actually helps out at the end it's really really nice uh ashley and krill they you're about to get pruned (laughs) (laughs) uh they get stuck in a bathroom and then they uh well ashley's a little sad because lenjamin actually had the pass key that they need to get to the door and out on him so she's sad because all this is kind of for naught and they actually do it and i was like yay go ashley and krill uh they kind of kind of lightly talk about it, but then they they did. So they meet up, they're chased by Red, they hide in, in another room, and then they realize that there's explodey barrels everywhere. And that, oh shit, they're gonna blow this place up at some point, probably at the end of the night. They're just gonna kill everybody. Uh Dr. Hercules, he's at an interview with the news and he realizes that Dax isn't there, and he's like, son of a bitch, he's at this fucking blood fest. I told him not to go to. And honestly, he was right. This place is horrible. And his kid's gonna die. Man, 
good for good for Dr. Hercules because he was telling the truth for once. Uh, so he realizes that this electronic signal uh, that's keeping all the the bad guys in different zones, kind of like Jurassic Park, uh, that signal's gone. And so uh, just everyone's getting everywhere. Uh, the gang, they make it to Clown Town, probably the worst place, the worst part <laughs> of this movie. And it's a big old circus tent full of clowns. <laughs> and so while they're trying to fight off clowns, zombies run in. And so it's zombies versus clowns versus humans. And it's fucking hell on earth. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Everyone is just horrified. Uh, Ashley sees Linjamin. He's a zombie now. And she grabs the pass key from him, but she gets killed in the process. I was like, oh, shit, they're killing for real like main characters in this. I was kind of sad about that. Um, he bites her and then takes a rip off his dead vape. <laughs> like his vape is somehow a zombie now too. <laughs> so they make it to the door. Hooray. And Krill is hacking the door. Hooray. And then <laughs> that vampire is back. Hooray. And she realizes that Krill isn't a virgin anymore. She's like, all right. And bites him and kills him. And it's like, oh, my God, like, they're for real killing people. And Sam stabs her with a wooden stake. And it's like, hooray. Uh, the nerdy, the, the one asshole that left them to die or left Sam to die, he's there, too. And he's like, hey, sweet, we can get out. And so while Krill is dying and they talk to him and it's real sad stuff, Dr. Hercules comes through the exit door with a gun. It's like, yay, the dad made it. and He's got a weapon. They're going to save a fucking day. Oh, no. That bad guy, Red, the one with the daggers, he runs up and holds a knife to Sam's throat. And so it's like, oh, shit, this is crazy. And then Dr. Hercules pulls a heel turn and kills the asshole guy that was with them. And he's like, yeah, I told you not to come here, goddammit. And I'm like, wait, what? What was happening? And then Red takes off the mask. It's Dax's sister. And she is absolutely insane. And a dad is pretty crazy, too. And so you find out that Dr. Hercules and the Willy Wonka guy from the beginning are behind everything. And so they wanted to make a place where they can set up horror people, horror movie people like this, and then have a massacre happen. Some Have something really bad go down, and then they can be on the news and be like, hey, look what happened. You know, like all these crazy people that love horror movies got into a room together, and they just killed each other. Like, horror is bad, and we should get it banned. And I'm like, god damn, that's like a extreme angle to this. But Dr. Hercules is crazy. That's a crazy, mm -hmm. crazy man. <laughs> that is no joke. Yeah, it, it's horrible. So Dr. Hercules, he still loves his kid, and Sam, I guess, he's fine with her. And he tells them to leave before... Um, he just says, you need to leave before like the night is over. You get out of here. And so they don't leave because they're, they're heroes and heroes don't leave. So Dr. Hercules and Red or his sister, Jamie? Yeah, Jamie. Jamie, Jamie. They, head up, yep. they head up to Willy Wonka in the like headquarters. And so they find out that they have a contingency plan. So if people are still alive or if too many people are still alive, that they have a plan C. Honestly, because plan B is blow the place up. But plan C is to set off a pulse that is in everybody's wristband that they got. And it'll turn them into, I don't know, blood, black blood spitting zombie monster people. And so demons, essentially. Yeah, they set off the pulse and everybody that still survived to this point just starts spitting out blood and attacking each other. And so that's how they take care of everybody. So that was Dax, horrific. Yeah. Uh, Dax runs away from Sam because they're on their way to the tower to stop everything. Uh, he stops her and locks her out of the place. And she's beating on the door trying to get in. He gets up top to the room. And Dr. Hercules realizes that all of this has just gone to hell. And he is fussing to his dad. Dax fussing to his dad and his sister about what they're doing. And they're all insane. And so Dr. Hercules shoots Willy Wonka just takes him out and he tries to convince Dax that he's doing the right thing. All this is like, 
it's good. Uh, and it's funny, Dax says that he wasn't afraid of horror movies when he was younger. He was actually scared of his dad because he killed a guy in front of him, which, I mean... Makes sense. I'd, I'd be scared of a him. A little bit. Yeah. And so Dax gets gets some big balls, and he, like, steps up to his dad, and he's like, well, if you're going to kill everybody, you need to kill me, too. And Dr. Hercules is like, oh, no. <laughs> and so He literally put his forehead... On a freshly fired gun. Oh, yeah. I don't understand how his forehead didn't peel off stuck to that gun. Mm -hmm. Like, that thing would have been so fucking hot. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. People don't understand guns. Guns are really hot. So A wee bit. uh, Dr. Hercules realizes that he's not going to kill his son. I mean, he's crazy, but not that crazy. But he decides he's going to set off the bombs and kill everybody, including himself. He's like, well, we'll all die. So it doesn't matter. Jamie realizes that she don't want to die. She's crazy as fuck, but she ain't trying to die out here. And she throws a knife into her dad's chest and he falls out of a window and dies just as the sun comes up. Hooray. Uh, Sam comes into the the office because she's still zombified. And... Dex breaks off the wristband. I get, it's funny that it was just that easy to stop people from being zombies. Just break off a wristband. <laughs> and everyone's happy and they're kissing. Uh, Jamie, she apologizes to Dax saying like, my bad for helping dad, but he's crazy. And I'm kind of a murderer too. So I'm gonna get out of here. <laughs> so Dax's whole like world is really, sh- really shitty. Like he's an orphan right now. Yeah. And I thought about that. I was like, see, like that idea I said, like all these movies, like go a week later after the movie like this is a fucking orphan but (laughs) um yeah she leaves and so um sam and dax they they wonder if anyone else is alive as they're leaving bloodfest and then explosives go off and so everyone's dead (laughs) inside of bloodfest like there there can't be any survivors that's it they're the only two that made it out of had to been at least 10,000 people in there. Mm-hmm. Easy. A buck ton of people died in that thing. And yeah, so that's Bloodfest. It's an absolute mess. A lot of people die in this movie. So, Katie, who was your favorite character in Bloodfest? I had two. Um, and it's kind of because they were, I liked them best when they were working together. Um, I really liked Peter Pan and Ned together. Yep um the two best the main two best friends of the movie um male best friends i should say i think that robbie k did a great job uh as the lead of this movie and him having all the former knowledge of literally all of the horror plots because he was obsessed um was fantastic and instrumental to the plot and then krill was also instrumental to the plot because he was the one who was tech savvy enough to figure out certain things to get them through the hell that was the grounds of Bloodfest. Yeah. So I really think that the movie needed both of them and their comedic timing together. And I don't know. They were great. Emma. I agree. I wrote down the killer trio um, because they were great. Sam was enough of a push for Peter Pan. And even though sometimes she was a little overbearing about it, I was like, yeah, girl, let's go. And then the same that you said about Peter Pan and Ned, they were just, they were the bookends and they both needed to be there. But yeah, they were absolutely incredible. It was mind blowing to see how much knowledge Dax had of all of the horror movie plots and like how he's like, there's always this kind of ending or this kind of ending. And this is the one where this happened. And this is the one where this happened. And you have to stick to this if you want to get through this part. And uh, that was, I don't know, it was intriguing to me because I hate scary movies or hated scary movies. And then doing this podcast, I feel like I'm almost there where I know a lot more about a lot of the things, but yeah, it was, I don't know. He's just super smart about it all. And that was kind of fun. 
Otis. I actually went with Dax. It's really cool to see a character, usually in horror movies, the old school ones, a character like Dax that has kind of all the answers, they would die eh, two thirds of the way in. Like in Final yep. Girls? Yeah. So that, that person that knows like, oh, we should probably go over here because they're going to search here and then this girl's next. So we should do something on her. They die. That person that knows too much about things, they don't make it to the end because it's, nope. you know, they teach the final girl what they need to know. And then the final girl uses that info. So it was really cool to see a character that knows what to do, make it. It's just a shame that his whole family's fucking insane. And he's probably crazy <laughs> too. Honestly, he's probably crazy too. Uh, but yeah, no, Dax was great. All the kids were great in this movie. And that was really refreshing. Usually a lot of the other characters in horror movies, they're usually crap. But everybody, even Ashley, and she was kind of vapid at first, but then she like relaxed and she was like, you know, there's more things I want to do. She, it, once you got past that first layer of being like, a, she was kind of the dummy in the group. And then you got past that first layer and like, she's great. And so they had to add assholes like Benjamin and the Arborist. Everybody else that they picked up were the crappy people. So, but no, Dax was amazing. So, Katie, who was your least favorite character? Hercules. <laughs> yes. Kate Donovan played the world's worst father in this movie. Correct. Just awful. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm pretty sure everyone's least favorite is hercules and it's saying something that he's the the world's worst father because his son who plays peter pan in once upon a time is the world's worst father in once upon a time <laughs> Correct. followed closely in a close second by rumple stillskin who is his son who is peter pan's son who is also the world's worst fucking father yep so, <laughs> just he is bad. It was bad. Like, yeah. dude was psychotic. Uh, Emma. I really don't think we need to ask me what my least favorite nope. was. <laughs> and Otis, who showed me his binder and also wrote Hercules. <laughs> Same, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hercules. It's. I wrote Daddy Hercules. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It, it, it's such a crazy jump he took. He's like, how can I tell my son that horror movies are bad? Oh, the thing he loves, I'll make sure that thousands die involved with the thing he loves. That'll make him stop loving it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, hey, and I'll make sure he doesn't want to go to the one thing that he really wants to go to. He'll listen to me. He won't try to sneak in. Oh, shit, he snuck in. Fuck, I gotta go there. Well. It's not like he's, you know, a grown ass teenager with a car and a job yeah he <laughs> want to sneak in and disobey his father jeez man it just the whole plan the audacity yeah it, it was a mess I was, sitting there, I was like this dude's insane but he is insane so i was like yeah, yeah legitimately that's insane. part for the course of his plan i was yeah. like this dude's out of his mind seriously yeah. uh yeah he literally me. put his fucking patience in there yeah, yeah. like What yeah. the yep. fuck? <laughs> yeah, it, it it was it was a mess. Like, Genuine psychotic clowns. Yeah. <laughs> so no, nah, that was that was a, Craigslist. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a slam dunk. So let's do minority kill count. So a I lot. okay. Do you have any more? I only had two. Well, there was a ton of people there. So. Yeah, yeah you kind of have to guesstimate. Yeah, I only yeah. had Ned and that asshole that they found towards the end. Because the entrance guy, Hercules shot him. Yeah. Uh, no, the there was the black tech guy that ran. Oh the yeah, whole yeah. Thing. He died. Yeah, he was hitting on that girl. They were talking about they go get queso. Yeah, they were gonna go get. Dinner. The vampire chick was technically Scandinavian, so. <laughs> Works yeah. For me. So I got four. Um, Obviously, there's probably thousands <laughs> in the group. Yeah. Oh, uh, the very first girls that get killed, one of them was black. I like it. And all the rest of the vampires were Scandinavian, so that's at least four more. Okay, I got nine. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Question mark? Like, yeah, there's no way to know. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. This is one of those movies. It's like 28 days later. It's like, 
minority kill count i'm like fuck man like all of britain went down i'm like it's <laughs> at least a thousand i would say there's at least a thousand black people just minorities just yeah someone not no white in britain yeah that went yeah. down yeah so it's yeah <laughs> yeah there was a lot of people so we'll do nine. Oh, he oh. killed the gamers right yeah yes. one of those at least one of those was black okay we'll do 10 so minority kill count updated is 151 and a tito turtle <laughs> it's a 151 151 <laughs> tito turtle and tito turtle <laughs> no mas, no yeah, mas. No mas, no mas. So let's do seven word synopsis. Uh, I only have two because I was enjoying myself watching this. It's a really good movie. Okay. Uh, my first one is Hercules. Oh, baby, what is you doing? <laughs> at first, he's like, I don't want you to go to this. I'm like, okay, that's, okay, a, that's a reasonable day. And then he comes in with a gun. I'm like, all right, got the pistol. Let's do this. Then he starts shooting people. I'm like, oh, shit, he's crazy. And he's like, yeah, I'm killing everybody. Oh, he really you crazy. You find out who he's really in charge of it. Yeah. And then he's oh like, I'm killing all killing all of us. Oh, oh he's for God. real crazy. Yeah, it just got worse and worse. Uh, and then my last one is a convention for horror movies. I'm in. <laughs> Katie? Hard pass. <laughs> okay. I'll take pictures. Follow the rules to live until morning. Mm-hmm. Um. Hercules is now Rumpelstiltskin's dad, headcanon accepted. <laughs> uh, and dad spent millions just to get murdered. That's the, yeah. Yep. Millions. Oh, who knows how he got that much money, but he spent millions on the technology and the intricacies of Bloodfest and somehow was able to. Oh, yeah keep this off of his like bank records and like do this all from behind the scenes like a shady ass mobster right some guy buys a bunch of corpses and electric shit and sim things and fake blood and created his own like video game which okay (laughs) there were a lot of movie pieces to this yeah shit was wild so (laughs) Yeah, Emma. Okay, I too only have three. Um, follow the tropes and you might survive. And then two alliteratives. Dad develops deadly, deranged Disneyland drawing dozens. Yeah. That was great. And Madman Murders Masses makes mass murder movie. Nice. That was really good. So this film came out March 9th, 2018 at South by Southwest. I want to go to South by Southwest one day. It's like, what, a month long? And it's just everything that you would want to do. Yep. South by Bloodfest. Yeah. It's, Movies, it's music, awesome. art. Fucking wrestling. Wrestlers go there because it's fucking fun. It's it's the coolest thing. The and hell the music. The, yes. the music. I've wanted to go to the music festival of South by Southwest yeah. for over a decade. Yeah, a couple least. of years ago, Beyonce headlined, and apparently it was absurd. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it's South by Southwest is one of the coolest things you could do. Uh, and August 31st, 2018, it was a digital download. But this one didn't come out in theaters. The fucking shame. Yes. That's what it is. This would have done great. So, unfortunately, I cannot find a budget or box office, but I'm That's curious to see what you guys shame. think. What did you put down for the budget? I put down $20 million. And it's a complete guess, you know, movies, horror movies are really hard to gauge how expensive they are because what you think is going to cost a lot of money ends up costing nothing. And what you think is only cost them, you know, a couple thousand ends up costing them millions because movie production overall just seems to make no sense. It's kind of like healthcare in America. Um, So I said 20 million because the actors that are in this film at the time that this film was made were not super huge i would say tate donovan is definitely like a b-list robbie k had only really done once upon a time to make him big and ned had only starred at that point in the one yeah uh, spider-man film and was you know he was not even the star he was the sidekick Um, yeah 
And besides that, everyone else was just kind of like extras. There wasn't any real big names in the film. But I went high because of how many extras there were, how much blood there was, and the technical aspects of making all of it work the way that they did. Having so many people on set and so many different, you know, the blood has to go this way on this cut and this way on this cut and we have to get it all in one shot and the overall the amount of blood and corn syrup shit they would have had to use so i went high ish for a horror movie and went twenty thousand. it's not a huge or 20 million it's not a big one like the new halloweens or anything like that like it's not gonna have a budget like that but i think 20 million was a decent guess yeah uh what'd you do emma I said 12 for basically the same reason, um, just because the actors weren't that huge, but there was a ton of extras there. This had and involved a lot of editing and just a lot of moving pieces, pretty much the exact same way that Bloodfest itself involved a lot of moving pieces. This one did it as well, and it just... I don't know. They had to have a lot of different sites. They had to have a lot of different stuff. It just, yeah. So a higher but lower kind of guess. Yeah. If if I had to make a guess, uh, I'd probably say at least five, five million, just to do all the sets and stuff. I know they probably did a GoFundMe or some fundraiser to get this money. Even though Rooster Teeth is probably worth a lot of money, so it probably yeah. it probably wouldn't be that hard for them to just do it themselves. But you always want to help get money. Like shit, the guys, the Broken Lizard that did Beer Fest, they did a fundraiser to make Beer Fest too. They got the yep. money to do it, but they're like, hey, if you want to help, what do you got, Katie? The budget for this film was one point two million dollars. <laughs> That's reasonable. Um, a lot of movies. So I was really, 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 really high. Yeah, with movies like this, a lot of the famous people that are in it just do uh, it for free. Yeah, they, they do it for fun because they know that it, it's good for them, and it, it just looks good to do stuff like this. And a lot of the younger kids, it's just a solid movie. I if I was an actor and someone's like, "Hey, Otis, like you want to be in this movie? We can't pay you a lot, but you know you'll have a big role in this." Like, yeah, fuck yeah, man. Like, yeah, it, it sounds like an awesome horror movie. Yeah, please. Like, I want to get cut. So it looks like altogether, domestic, international, and worldwide. Oh, uh, looks like it made 122000 Apparently, Katie was searching a little bit longer than I did. So, and just got to remember, it was all digital, and it went to South by Southwest. So uh, that's good money to me, honestly. Just. That's a shame. Yeah. It should have been released worldwide this is a solid horror film yeah i guess maybe they were worried that i don't know production costs and getting a movie into the theater or maybe no one wanted to shop around for it but still somebody out there would have wanted to get this they spent right? 1.2 million they could have done at least you know a limited release in you know a handful of theaters and yeah. made their 1.2 million back yeah, 2018. Like I would have gone to the theater and, and seen this. Like it, for sure, it was amazing. So, unfortunately, like I said, how would I say about a lot of indie films? It doesn't matter what. Honestly, it doesn't matter how much they make. Is as long as people are out there like that was amazing. Like all right, thumbs up because yeah. that's it. That's all you really need. So, um, anybody have anything else to say about Bloodfest? I kind of want them to make a second one, but then I really do. Like I feel like this movie ended perfectly like it wrapped up the story very well um and i know that if they made a second one it would be someone trying to replicate the events of Bloodfest. um and it like, going terribly wrong yeah like either either robbie or what's his name dax mm-hmm. either dax and sam you know like grow up a bit and write a book about their experiences at Bloodfest, and someone decides like hey i want to fucking like let's do it again and but you know this time not murdery and then it ends up being murdery again or Or somehow a copy of the movie got out yeah (laughs) yeah it's just some insane shit so i know that they could make a second one but i feel like i don't know i would watch it if it came out but i don't want 
Yeah. Well, I don't need one. That's the better. I, I really want some theater to pick this up, though. Yeah. And give it like a month long release. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Yeah. This would be a really cool movie to give like a Rocky Horror Picture Show treatment to. Yes. Like, all right, every Halloween or around Halloween time, we're going to show this movie, you know, every night for a week. And at this part, you know, you throw, you spray water in the air. So it feels like blood is, you know, dripping on you or whatever. And yeah. at this point you do this and, you know, all these different, like that would be really fucking cool. Cause I could totally see this movie gaining that kind of cult following and getting this kind of thing. Like yeah. I can't, I would go to it if that be- if that became a thing yeah, for this film. This is solid. a really cool film. Yeah, Easily. This, yeah, this movie's great. So, yeah, that's all I got. So, if you have any other cool fun facts about Rooster Teeth or horror movies or Ned, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. Well, yeah, my Facebook at Allentown Presents. So, I'm going to keep saying this, but you can check us out on Facebook. You can listen to all the episodes. They pop up, I don't know, maybe 30 <laughs> minutes after I post them. So, it's really cool. And you can listen to them. And hey, uh, I'll just be a little candid about this. We're actually getting a ton more listens right now. Like shit, like times three what we usually get. So thank you, people out in the world that are listening. Hey, if this is your first episode, hey, go back. Because we have 160 other episodes that you can listen to. And there's, (laughs) there's links everywhere. And you can listen. But seriously, we're getting like three times the listens. And it's awesome. So it, it just it feels good. Like, like I said, long, long, long time ago in November, after the first Halloween Screamathon, I told Katie that, you know, I'd rather be, you know, nine people's favorite thing than a hundred people's ninth favorite thing. Like, I, just if a handful of people like. Great musical. Go check it out. Yeah. Hashtag title of show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, seriously, like, I, you know, I don't I didn't need that. But now we've been doing it for a while. I wouldn't mind being a hundred people's favorite thing. And then a thousand people's ninth favorite thing, you know, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't mind up in the numbers, add a zero to everything. And, then, a zero, yeah. you know, a little bit from now, I might want to add two zeros and just see how it goes from there. But like always, thank you so much for listening. Oh, uh, a studio fee to us. Thank you for the artwork. It's really fun. Uh, I don't have any other thank yous. Thank you, everybody, for watching, watching and by watching. I mean, listening. Thank you for listening. Um, so we'll be back very soon tomorrow. With another horror film. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Toots. Now that's scary.